All right, welcome to barbershop.talk. Uh, we like to start off our podcast playing a little bit of music from our sponsor, King Cat. But as you know, listeners, this is barbershop.talk, and we are the podcast to talk about your issues and the concerns facing you. You talked about it in the shop on Saturday, and we're going to talk about it today on our podcast. That's right. My name is J-Rod, and I am here in Out the Way Studio in Indianapolis, Indiana, and I am joined with my co-host, KC. Thank you, J-Rod. It is a pleasure to co-host Barbershop.talk podcast here in Out the Way Studio. I look forward to presenting topics we discussed in the shop, as well as the manner in which we discussed them. This would include the gamut from analytical to anecdotal, from critique to humor and fun, all in an attempt to present to the audience the real flavor of Barbershop Talk. That's right, Barbershop.talk. You know, I do have to say, and I say this just about every last one of our podcasts, I like what you say. The real flavor of barbershop don't talk. <laughs> I love that because what it means is that we try to bring the conversation from Saturday uh, in the barbershop to actually bring it to this podcast. Yeah, we want to keep it real on the airwaves. Yeah, <laughs> keep it real. And I do know for a fact that some of you uh, listeners gave us a lot of comment last, last week, and we do appreciate that. And for the ones who didn't appreciate the topic... Don't get your panties all in a bunch. <laughs> I hope they were women. I don't know if there were no guys out there with some panties on. <laughs> yeah, but, but we just we just love we just love the uh, the phone calls. We love the email. We love the feedback we get to barbershop.talk. And believe it or not, we listen to each and every last one of them. So again, thank you to our listeners uh, for those comments, and please keep it coming. Well, we're saying that with that, Casey, I got to talk about the uh, the topics. <laughs> and believe it or not, it was about food oh yeah <laughs> soul food i had to run out of there and run straight to the restaurant <laughs> <laughs> well I, I have to say this you know that um some some of the best places that i eat at or restaurants i go to the recommendations come or came out of the barbershop you know mm-hmm. somebody talked about it and they talked about this one it was called his place it's oh. located on the east side of indianapolis have you heard of it i have heard of it yeah and i, I went there uh at the day that they brought it up and it was pretty good food. You would not be disappointed if you happened to go there. Uh, and then a couple of days later, believe it or not, they was on a local news station. Outstanding. <laughs> yeah, outstanding. <laughs> so I, I, I took a little cut of uh, the segment uh, from Fox 59. This is from Fox 59 News. So we better give credit where credit's due. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I want to play this a little bit because they they, <laughs> they came out with some new dish. Or, uh, different things on the menu from when I was there. So let's let's look at it and talk about it. How do you make the offer? Well, okay, first of all, I guess they want to do their, I guess they want to pay the bills, mm-hmm. right? And do a little advertising. So I'm going to let Fox 59 play their little advertisers to pay their Turn bills. To the whatever, wherever, whenever, with whoever. Everything taken care of so you can take care of business place. It was always meant to be, but wasn't until- Nah. I've psyched them out. I'm just going to go ahead and play the news. popular soul food restaurant celebrates Black History Month by adding creative spins and a few classics. We're showing you as he's live on the city's east side for a taste of what's new on the menu at his place eatery. Yeah. Hey there. Hey, 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 good morning. Man, rough ride in this morning, but I'm telling you, this place is worth it. It's his place eatery. We're at 30th in Shadeland. Got my man. 
James, what's up? Chef James Jones, he's the great, he's the guy behind his place eatery, long-standing uh, restaurant, soul food restaurant on the east side, what, 12 years and running now. And um, and you, you have a, a really extensive background locally as well, right? Yeah, yeah, I worked in uh, radio uh, here locally for 16 years and uh, uh, went to culinary school at Ivy Tech here in town and then uh, we opened this up back in 2009. So we were yeah. born and raised here, went to uh, Crispus Attucks High School, and then they closed it. Then I graduated from Tech High School. So, so uh oh, I had to pause here because I just heard something that is phenomenal news that he graduated from that most pristine high school, Arsenal Technical High School. Just so happened the same place that I graduated from. Yeah, I, I want to give the brother benefit of the doubt, but I am a little leery about this food now. <laughs> <laughs> food come with bullets. <laughs> no, oh, oh, very funny. Very funny. Give props where it's due. All right, go ahead, take Titan. And, and born, you're raised. born and raised. Yep. And I'm telling you, you were talking about how you know, the struggle has been throughout this whole journey to keep restaurants open and going, and you guys have been have been yeah. doing really well. Yeah, yeah. We, we've, uh, uh, you know, thank God we've been doing uh, pretty well. Um, you know, we just uh, kind of stayed the course, uh, made decisions day by day, and we were fortunate enough to uh, uh, be uh, one of the uh, successful ones. I, I say that because so well that you're rolling out some new tips yeah. on Soul Food Classics. So yep. your menu is full of really awesome food, but yep. you've got some new things. Yeah. And what, what's happening right here? So right there we have a peach cobbler chicken and waffle. Uh, you know, we took the idea of the, the peach cobbler and we put it on a waffle with some ice cream and some uh, whipped topping and, you know, your classic wings. And then we uh, turned it all into a waffle. Okay. Okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold, 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 stop. 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 Stop right there. Did he say peach cobbler and chicken waffle? Chicken yeah. waffle. Now, I, now, I have the advantage by looking at the visual because I'm looking at this waffle mm -hmm. and I'm looking at this chicken. And I'm looking at the peach cobbler, and let me tell you something. I know what leftovers look like. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like to me that this is not a new thing they added to the menu. This is the way leftover from the night before said, we got to figure out a way to sell this stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so they put some peach cobbler on top of a waffle, put some ice cream on it with whipped cream. I don't know about this one, Casey. I'm gonna say this now. I know the the audience doesn't have the visual, but it actually has great presentation. <laughs> you know, it, it does throw you when you think you know ice cream on this waffle, but it actually does look good. Uh, okay, it may look good. There's four wings on here, like one in each corner, and they're the full wing, not no wing pieces. Uh, that's right. I'm, I'm gonna give the brother credit. Presentation is great, but I know leftovers when I see it. <laughs> This is leftover. Sometimes Don't leftover get your is the best. All in a bunch. Yeah, no, that's right. That's right. And I am gonna put my pennies in the bunch because I know leftover food when I see it. But however, if it's good, it's good. Let's continue. <laughs> waffle, chicken and waffle, and peach cobbler all together. Yes. Okay, that's creative. All right. All right. What's right here? That is a uh, fried chicken po'boy. Has a remoulade sauce on it with uh, fried chicken strips and uh, some coleslaw on top of it. So a po' boy is usually what? Is it is it usually chicken or is it? No, po' boy usually you have a shrimp po' boy or oh, uh, God. things okay. like that. You know, you have fish uh, like catfish po' boy or something like okay. that. Okay, see, that's why uh, I don't want to yeah. eat this. That's why I didn't know. Okay, yeah. but so you've added the chicken twist yeah. to it. Yeah. All right, what is happening right here? That is a deconstructed 
chicken pot pie. It's a fried chicken pot pie. So we take the idea of a, um, a, a pot pie and we uh, have a puff, puff pastry with the uh, pot pie filling and then we have a fried chicken breast. All right. And whoa, 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 yeah. whoa. We got to break that. <laughs> yeah, we got to break that big time. What did he call it? A deconstructed? Deconstructed chicken pot pie. Translation. Oh. Somebody dropped the dish. <laughs> we, said, we are not wasting this. <laughs> we gonna figure out how we we still serving this. We just gotta figure out what we gonna how we gonna do it. I, I, th I think you're absolutely right because it looks like somebody dropped the pot, right? Mm -hmm. No, they they dropped the pot and then they hollered out, "Get back to work, you slacker!" <laughs> so, <laughs> so they scooped it all back up. And it looked like they pulled it over a pastry. And slap some more chicken on it. Yeah. Now, yeah, I, I hope they didn't scoop it up off the ground. I, I'm hoping they dropped they dropped the dish and it broke all apart so it doesn't look, you know, the presentation ain't going to look right. But it's like, hey, we got to serve it. We got no more <laughs> chicken pot pie back here. So they got all the pastry on the side. Yep. And all the inside stuff of the chicken pot pies in the bowl. And then they added and said, hey, this ain't looking quite right. Add on a piece of chicken. <laughs> But I'm willing to try it because it does look good. It now. does look good. I mean, and the pastry looks very, very flaky, which I do like. Mm -hmm. like it almost almost looks like a croissant uh, with the uh, the inside of a pot pie kind of drills it on top of it in the plate and a fried chicken breast. Now I do have to say it does look good, but I still think somebody dropped that pot. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're yeah. sorry and pick tell, it up. Tell Leroy keep dropping that. <laughs> <laughs> Drop it the same way. All right. All right, so let's continue with our menu item. And I'm I'm looking. These look like collard greens yes. in a different way. Yeah, that's a uh, that's what we call a garden melt or a collard green melt. And basically, we took the idea of uh, a grilled cheese sandwich and uh, made it a, a veggie dish, basically with some collard greens and some tomatoes. Uh, the break. The break. <laughs> wait, wait, wait just a second. <laughs> this looked like to me a grilled cheese sandwich with greens in it. It looked like a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know what happened here. All right, what happened? Somebody messed up the greens, didn't season the greens right. Like, we can't serve these greens like this. So then they try to dress the greens up, throw some old stuff in it, throw some tomatoes in it, throw some other stuff in there. And the greens still didn't taste right. We can't afford to throw them away. We can't serve them like this. Tell you what. Put it in between some bread and throw some cheese on it. And we're going to rename this. You know what? But I do, I do have to admit, it's creative. It's very creative. Why it's very creative? Yeah. This one dish I ain't trying. Well, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. want no green sandwich. I don't know. It looks good. To me, good. that, that reeks I messed up the greens. <laughs> but, but it looks it looks so so good it looked like a grilled cheese sandwich with greens in the middle of it all right all right i'm going to finish this because it, okay. it it looks it looks really good oh yeah it looks sponsored delicious i just made that word up <laughs> I, I think they figured that out real quick <laughs> here we go uh, really, really good. That's probably that's one of the most surprising, surprisingly <laughs> right. good things on the menu. Of course, right balancing it out with mac and cheese. Yeah, yeah. You that yeah. Exactly. You that yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you hear that? One of the most surprising things <laughs> because we wasn't really planning on doing this, but we messed up the cream. 
and we had to figure out something to do with these messed up greens. It was a surprise. <laughs> I, I think he said. I think, I think that said, was the code right there. No, I think he said it, it was a surprise that it's one of the best sellers. I think that's what he was talking about. I think about. he was surprised he made just. The... <laughs> okay. oh, oh, they got something new coming. Oh, that looks good. Mm -hmm. That looks. Oh yeah! Oh my goodness! I wish That's... I could see this one. Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. we'll hear about this. Here we go. And then this one here is another grilled cheese. Yeah, that's a grilled cheese that we have a, a section called our Smokehouse Grilled Cheese okay. uh, sandwiches, and uh, we have a brisket Smokehouse Grilled Cheese. You can get it with pulled pork, or you can get it with smoked turkey. That one there is the uh, brisket uh, Smokehouse Grilled Cheese. Uh, again, one of our uh, uh, new items uh, that's uh, take, really taking off right now. All right. Uh, yeah. And then you have a classic. Oh, yeah, that looks man, good. I want some of that right now, j Rod. Oh. I want some of that. <laughs> I love pigs. <laughs> I love me some pigs. Uh, 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 yeah, but actually brisket is, is, is beef. Oh, is that but didn't he, didn't he say you have pulled pork on the two? Right, but the one we're looking at is brisket. Uh, is that, okay, okay. How about this one? Yeah, that's hey, it. You want a little move? Uh, hey, I'm gonna try that. When I go there, that's one of the things I'm gonna try. Now, okay, I just want to know that Casey can eat a horse. <laughs> if he seasoned it right. If he seasoned it right. All right. I, okay. That apparently he said you got pulled pork, you got a brisket. Yeah. That really looks good. Oh, it looks outstanding. Yeah. Now again, mm. I have to say it looked like a grilled cheese with brisket. Yeah. In there, but that one looks pretty good. All right. What else does he have here? Yeah, I, you know, we are uh, his place eatery chicken and waffles, ribs, and soul food. And uh, so, one of our classics <laughs> is uh, rib tips. So, we had to show one of our classics as well. I love it. Okay, this one. Wow. Did you see those rib tips? I want to point yeah. out something. He had, he had this plate with the rib tips on there. I want to point out something. Got them all sliced up, right? He did. If you look at those bones, they have like a little tint, uh, uh, like yellow to it. Yep. I mean, it was slow cooked and it was cooked to the right mount. So that so that's not really bones, right? That's tendons, but it's salt. And you can chew that up real good. When you do your tips, you want it so that, that tendon is soft and you can chew it right up. Not all that hard, crunchy stuff. And Whoa. he had those rib tips laid out right. Yeah, they, they, it, it, it looked good. I have to say. Oh yeah. It looked very good. Yeah, I, well, I want to say when I looked at those rib tips, it was Dumb Diddleishi. That's the name I made up again. Dumb Diddleishi. So you know, it, it it just it looks like it was from heaven. <laughs> it looks very very good. Now I know that we kind of poked at this place, but I'm going to tell you, it's called His Place Eatery, and that's on the east side of Indianapolis. And I'm going to tell you, I've been there, and it was very very. What's my new word? Scumped delicious. It was very good. Thirtieth and Shaylin. That's right. All right. With that being said, I think I'm going to go ahead and uh, take a break. And, and uh, I think we just need to uh, recognize our sponsors. I really okay. do. So let's do that. All right, sponsors. Oh, that's King Cat. Now, first of all, uh, thank you, King Cat, for allowing us to use your studio, which is Out the Way Studio. Uh, now, they also have other, they have other business under their umbrella. And one of them is uh, they make custom T-shirts and other apparels. In fact, when we came in the studio, we seen an order right in the display case, Big and order. it looks yeah. pretty good. Mm -hmm. Now, it's one thing I have to say, King Cap, kudos on your quality, quality on your uh, merchandise. It looks very good. 
But if there's any listener out there that have any interest in regards to uh, any custom-made T-shirts or any custom apparel, uh, please email King Cap. And Cap is with a K. King, K-I-N-G, Cap, K-A-P, 317 at gmail.com. Now, with that being said, we must recognize our second sponsor, and that is 421 Barber Shop, where good things happen to your hair. Located right here in Indianapolis on Michigan Road, and our very own, our very own KC is a client of the shop. Oh, yeah. Always get tightened up. Always get compliments. J-Rod, you've been putting it down for uh, uh, on my head for, what, 30 years? Oh, it has to be. It has to be. And believe me, I we started appreciate... when we was in grade school. Yeah, I think it was in the second grade. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the first time you cut my hair, we both got a whoop. Yeah, that's true, too. But after that. After that, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I'm going to go ahead and, and uh, uh, go forward because all that food is really making me hungry. Now, Casey, I'm going to ask you this question. Do you think there's a difference between uh, Caucasian food and African-American food? Absolutely. Oh, well, I mean, it's, it's a tremendous difference. And let me say this, all right? Not all Caucasian food is the same. It, uh, just like um, certain black foods or whatever is regional, mm-hmm. definitely Caucasian food is uh, very regional and, mm-hmm. and different. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but still, huge difference. Caucasian food, black food. Oh, I, I agree. In fact, there's a big difference between uh, African American food. I'm going to call it soul food and uh, Mexican food. Yeah, Greek food. You know, we all have a a custom of cooking, and we should all be proud of it. Because I do know for a fact, and I hate to bring this up, that sometimes is that we don't publicize soul food restaurants as much as Mexican restaurant, Italian restaurant. But we should because it's part of our our culture. Yeah. In fact, I got a video. Mm-hmm. From one of our uh, Caucasian customers, who is begging to go to the barbecue, but I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna let you listen to it, and uh, uh, you figure it out for yourself what he's talking about. But this is one of our Caucasian clients down at 421 Barbershop, and actually he's from. Uh, he's to you originally from. Uh, I think it's Oklahoma. Yeah. All right. I've seen a lot of TikToks where black people ask white people questions. So now, as a white man, I've got a question for black people. A serious question. So if you're not black, keep scrolling. But I gotta know what kind of food y'all be having at these barbecues, man. And what I gotta do to get invited to one. I'm tired of going to these cookouts where we have poached halibut wrapped in kale. <laughs> it literally tastes like a hate crime wrapped in gluten-free lettuce wraps, stuffed with raisins. And I'm tired of having raisins in my potato salad. Ooh. I bet y'all be seasoning y'all's food. I ain't never had seasoning before. All I'm saying is 2021. Let me get invited to one barbecue. I got to know. Tag me. I'm in OKC. Let me know. Just one. <laughs> Brilliant. He want to go to an African-American barbecue pretty bad. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to invite him to my next one, Jay Rock. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, because so, you, you had a great one. Yeah. It was that, uh, that uh, um, for the 500, Indianapolis 500. Right. Memorial great food, Day weekend. great drinks. Yeah. That's right. Okay. You should do that. I am. But we need to talk about this. Talk about what? He wants to go. How come he ain't been to one all this time? <laughs> I don't 
don't know. He hang out at our shop. He knows black, black, black folks. I know, I know. Sometimes I know. you got to learn to invite yourself. Well, now that's true. And sometimes you just got to speak up. And yeah. maybe he just wasn't speaking up. But you know what? All this talk, it made me do a little research. Mm-hmm. A little research on uh, African-American cooking that's known as soul food. So I, I found this. I found this clip. And this lady was telling us 10 facts that you may not know about African-American food, also known as seafood. So I'm going to play this. And when I play this, I may pause it because there's some comments we may want to talk about. But let's play it. Living outside of your home country makes you start really thinking about your heritage. And lately, I've been doing a lot of research. So I figured I'd bring you 10 facts about soul food you probably didn't know. Let's start by figuring out what the heck is soul food to begin with, since it can be hard to determine the difference between soul food and southern food. In the 1969 Soul Food Cookbook, Bob Jeffries summed it up pretty well by saying, while all soul food is southern food, not all southern food is soul food. So soul food is a niche from American southern cooking. Wow. Okay, I got to pause here before she get into the second facts. But honestly, I always thought soul food and southern food was kind of like the same thing. But well, apparently not. Okay, so so not exactly. So soul food is a particular type of southern food. Mm. And it's the type of southern food that blacks traditionally made uh, in our in our homes. Oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> You, you, you must articulate that very well because the, cloud, the, the crowd, our listener, gave you a little applause for that. Oh, yeah. But okay, I, I, I'm with that. I'm with that. Now, you was going to give me an example. Right. Okay, go ahead. So, like, uh, deviled eggs is southern food, but it's not soul food. All right. Fried catfish the way we like it, that's southern food, but the way we make it is soul food. Now, when they blacken it and all that, that that's just Southern style. Oh, I get that because we do like seasoning on our catfish. Oh yeah, uh, chicken and dumplings is Southern food. Mm, yeah, but that's not soul food. Nope, nope. Right. I get it now. I get it. I, I you know, I kind of get that. I get that. So okay, but that was the first fact, right? That soul yeah. food and Southern food is similar but different. All right, let's go with facts number two. Speaking of 1969, did you know that soul food didn't even exist before the 60s? With the rise of the civil rights and black nationalism movements, many African-Americans wanted to establish their cultural legacy. So terms like soul music made way for terms like soul food to describe the way their ancestors have been cooking for generations. Okay, I get that. Because at first I was going to say, what do you mean it didn't exist? It always exists. But now I realize what she was talking about is that the the actual term soul food came out of the 60s. Um, at the same time with soul music, was actually, uh, I'm going to say it, James Brown, I'm black and I'm proud. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's when all that soul stuff started coming out. Right. So I, I get that. Right. Because before that, we really didn't have a name to call the style of food that we had. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, hey, you know what? This soul food, that's what fits. That's right. So, so now it's stuck. All right. So let's talk about fact number three. Now, if you think soul food came from a tradition of eating hog mogs and piles of fried chicken, 
then you better think again. Because for thousands of years, traditional West African cuisine was predominantly vegetarian. Big portions of meat were only for special occasions, which actually makes a lot of sense when you consider you'd have to run down the chicken, drain the chicken, pluck the chicken, bread the chicken, and then fry the chicken just to get the dinner. Now, now okay, that, that blew my mind. Oh, back up. Oh, see, every time I think about soul food, I think about chicken, meat, but it does make sense what he's talking about. Right. In Africa, they was vegetarians. Right. So, yeah. So part of soul food today definitely includes fried chicken definitely. and it definitely includes uh, ribs. And pigs. Right. But thousands of years ago in Africa, all right, it, it wasn't no well, pigs and boars run, uh, running around in there because the lions and, and other <laughs> animals was eating the hell out of them. They well, was getting all the soul food, I guess. But, yeah, and, and I guess it's not a dish made of a lion, so <laughs> so it makes sense to me. It makes sense to me. It just caught me off guard. It just caught me off guard. All right, so let's go to fact number four. The transatlantic slave trade brought many foods to America from both Africa and Europe. Things like rice and okra are from West Africa, while things like cabbage are from Portugal. Hold it. What? I love cabbage. Oh, I do too. Now, it did not originate from Africa, but it is definitely soul food the way we make cabbage. Oh, my goodness. I Oh, you're breaking my heart. I love cabbage. I love cabbage. Well, you don't have to stop loving the J-Rock. I know, but I always <laughs> identified it with the soul food from Africa, but apparently it didn't come from Africa. No. But I, I, I do taste some good cabbage. I, I love good cabbage. I mean... You know, I don't like them all mushy. You know, they boil them like they're mushy. Mm -hmm. I like that little crunch to it. It is fantastic. In fact, I got to tell you about my wife. My wife introduced me to fried cabbage. Fried cabbage. <laughs> fried cabbage. Uh -oh. Yeah, I know, because when, when she first did it, she had stove it, and she kind of put the cabbage in the fried pan. I was like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? <laughs> and she said, you just need to sit back. You're going to enjoy it. And I'm telling you, it was fire. I mean, fried cabbage uh, is outstanding very very good how do you like your cabbage uh normally boiled but highly seasoned oh. yeah well our cabbage usually have a little kick to a little red pepper in there and i don't know all the seasons because i don't cook it i just eat it that's my job but i, <laughs> I can tell you definitely have a little red pepper and plenty of seasons in it okay excellent absolutely excellent yes, all it right is. well i'm going to move on to, into this other fact i think we have facts number Speaking five of portugal did you know the largest population of african heritage outside of africa is brazil and brazil was a colony from portugal yeah see how i did that Depending on who you ask, as little as 4% of all African slaves went to North America. So the struggle was real far beyond U.S. borders. All right, let's get back to the food. All right, let's food. start with collard greens. Oh, this is good one, collard greens. Mm -hmm. Collard greens have been eaten for over 2,000 years, with evidence showing that even ancient Greeks ate them. Mm. Like, what didn't the Greeks eat? down with. Good right? point. Good point. Collard greens are typically boiled down in salted water with a piece of smoked meat. Ah, it's a soul food classic. It is. A musty. 
It is a must. Oh, definitely, man. What is, you, you're not having soul food dinner if you ain't got no greens. Yeah, you, you're absolutely right. But, you know, she's surprised with the second part here, Casey. Uh-huh. Because she started talking, I'll call it green juice. Okay. But she called it something let it else. Let it, I don't know if she got down. Let, let it play. And you know that scrumptious broth that's left over and in the bottom of the pot? Yeah. You, you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Well, that's called pot liquor. Yeah. Pot liquor is the liquid left over after boiling a pot of greens. It contains a lot of vitamins. Most importantly, it contains a lot of vitamin K, which helps to prevent blood clotting. So next time you have that pot of greens, maybe you should concentrate on drinking that pot liquor instead of picking on that ham hock, huh? I always get that pot liquor, J-Rod. <laughs> I, 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 I ain't never drunk that, but if you, I'll take your word for it, Casey. Oh, yeah. That greens and I get my greens in a bowl, and after I eat the greens, that juice. Oh man, you know how like you used to have cereal, and you pick up the bowl and take that milk. That's <laughs> the pot. Mm. All right, well I do. I'm just going to end it right here. I want to go ahead and close out because this is making me hungry. So I just want to thank our listeners for uh, listening to our podcast. I'm just going to have you close it out, Casey. I want to thank you for listening to our podcast, Barbershop.talk. Please tell your family, friends, and enemies about our podcast. Available on your favorite podcast platform. Let's have peace in the streets. Be safe, be wise, and be loved. And we say, Go Mob. Oh, by the way, make sure you visit his place restaurant on the east side of Indianapolis and get some of that sold food. It's a party out in my head. It's a party out in my head. I've been working hard, it's time to live today. It's a party out in my head. It's a party out in my head.